Hi, everybody. It is Ann Duffy, and I am here to welcome you to the Dental Entrepreneur, the Future of Dentistry's newest podcast. I have such a great guest today. Um, I'm so excited because this is the first podcast that we are recording, and I particularly wanted this gentleman to be on with me because he called me out of the clear blue, I'm going to say over 18 years ago, and um, was telling me how wonderful he loved our publication. He thought it was the best publication he has read. And that was at that time, Dental Entrepreneur, Business Beyond the Classroom. And from that moment, he and I have built this wonderful relationship. He has mentored me. He has shown me the way of how to be successful right out of the chute of dental school and, and not only in dentistry, clinically, and from the business, but in life. And please help me welcome a dear, my dear friend and colleague, Dr. Dirk Fleshman. Hello, Dirk. Hello, Anne. Thank you for such a warm welcome. That was so nice. Oh my gosh. Well, we have had more fun. And if you're listening, <laughs> our goal is to keep this 20 to 30 minutes tops because when Dirk and I get on the phone or we get on a Zoom, we could talk for hours because we have such a passion for the industry and a passion for networking and mentoring and relationships. And, and it's just always a delight to, to talk with you and, um, and to share you know what's going on in your life and how you're um, continuing. And even in this time of your life, uh, you're mentoring with young dentists. So Dirk, tell us, how'd you get here? A long time ago, <laughs> back, back when um, I was making a decision uh, you know, when I was in college uh, as to whether or not I was going to go to medical school or dental school. And uh, I originally applied to both. And I went to my dentist one day and he said, why do you want to go into medicine and deal with life and death all the time? You've got a very good personality. I think you would connect with people. Why don't you consider dental school? So I got accepted at both medical and dental. And I contacted uh, Howard University's uh, College of, of, uh, of Medicine and said to I because I that's this is before they had match or anything like that and I had said to the um, to the dean um, I'm not 100 sure whether medicine's for me would you allow me to go to dental school for six months and in the event that I decide I want to go back into medicine I'll you know go ahead and you know continue on with the medical with the medical side he says I'll let you do this so long as you tell me by December well by December uh, my decision had been made and I, and I really enjoyed the dentistry. Uh, enjoyed. I, I saw the benefits for me personally. Stayed on and uh, finished four years in uh, dental school at Howard University. Then went on to my residency down at the VA hospital in Miami, uh, in Jackson Memorial Hospital. Connected with a number of doctors. Um, two years later, opened up my own first practice, and then uh, that was it. And then you know, built my own building in 1988, and ultimately you know, retired and well, I'm not gonna say retired, but I sold my business at a time in 2014 where I saw changes in dentistry that I felt was a, a, a great opportunity for, for me to, to exit. Uh, as my wife said, you did a Seinfeld, you exited at the height of your game. Oh, nice. But I, I may have exited, but I didn't exit. I exited, yeah. but still stayed connected and still mentored my young doctors and helped them all the time. And, um, you know, I have a wonderful career that is that, that I'm not ever going to be ready to turn the switch off on because I feel that 
it's so important for practitioners to pay it forward and help our young doctors make the correct choices so that they don't make mistakes that I've seen other doctors make. And, um, you know, I'm just, you know, and, and that's why I think that, you know, the Dental Entrepreneur Magazine, to me, struck a real deep port of my heart because um, it, it was designed and set up to do just that, help young doctors by having experienced doctors talk about their stories and their journeys, and then having young doctors talk about their journeys and how older doctors or more experienced doctors helped and mentor them. And I have to say that I think that over all the years that you and I have been uh, you know, connected and friends, that, that we've seen a lot of young doctors that have come back to us and said that they learned so much from our magazine and from our, from our, our mentors and, and our writers. And you know, I'm just blessed that so many of these young doctors uh, were my former students when I taught at Nova Southeastern, as well oh, as being in private practice. So it's just so wonderful to continue to do this with you. Thank you so much. You know, it's it brings it 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 lends itself to to what we say with the dues, uh, dental entrepreneur women is good dues find good dues, and that all started with good people find good people, Dirk. And I heard that at a wedding years and years ago, and it just struck a chord with me. And it's just like you and myself, we good people, and you surround yourself with good people. You've introduced me to so many amazing young dental professionals. And um, they, there's a common thread of building that mentor mentee relationship. You have to be a good mentee and you have to be a good mentor and they have found you. So, I mean, there are so many out there, men and women that have gone through your courses at Nova. And then again, in Colorado, when you were teaching out there that you've been such a gift to them. And in fact, um, I was just looking at uh, one of the magazines you've written twice for us and been on our cover twice with Dr. Zelensky. And, and I, I always love the follow-up story that, that we wrote. And that was in the uh, winter issue of 19, how he wrote it about you and how you had helped him so much in his career. And, for, and, and still to this day, I know he calls you, he's got you on, um, on uh, his first dial when he's having a conflict or a question or a win. I mean, it's not just always trouble, is it? It's, it's the good, the bad and, uh, and the ugly and it all comes together. Three, three, three to five times a day, every day. Oh my gosh. Yeah, It's yeah. beautiful that you're available like that, but you've been that way because, and back to what you were talking about. And I think dentistry really fits you beautifully is the relationship side. You are high in relationships and, um, and it, it just, you know, obviously speaks well of you and um, when I'm speaking to the young dentist and how they, um, you know, applaud your um, advice and have taken it to heart and, and continue to, to reach out to this day. Um, what what you know, do you, what, go on, Derek. You know, what I was going to say was a lot of times in dental school, um, the, the dental students get assigned a professor as a mentor. Um, what I think is important that our young doctors realize, especially our dental students, is that just because you were assigned that mentor doesn't mean that that fit is going to be good for you. You need to seek out that person and find your person that that you know um, that will that will be there for you that has your back. You know, I always say mentoring doesn't stop at five o'clock. Your mentor needs to be there 
if you have an issue, whether it's personal or whether it's professional, where you can pick up the phone and your mentor will speak with you and talk you down off the ledge, which I've had to do so many times for our young doctors. Um, so, but just because you've been assigned someone doesn't mean that that person is, is your person. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, my wife, my wife would always say, well, that's the way you are. You, you know, you open yourself up to this and you love this, but most doctors um, don't want to make the time to do this. And I want to encourage our young, young dental students who are going to hear our podcasts to seek out those that you really connect with and seek out those that you think will be available for you uh, and, and can help and guide you. Um, it's so a, it's a two-way relationship. It, it really is. I mean, and, and, and also to give as a mentee to your mentor, be respectful and to, of their time, but also to, I, I think you've probably seen them mentor you in some regard, um, just the newness of, of what they're experiencing and that, that lights a fire under you to just, you know, take a lot of the experience that you've had because you've had a great career in dentistry. I mean, I think it's, it's important to note that you walk the walk. And so it does elevate you as far as, you know, someone that knows, um, uh, you know, some of the uh, pit holes, if you will, or potholes of, of what they're going to uh, come across and how to, to navigate that, how to, how to survive that and move on to the next, actually the next patient, right? Because you were saying if, if uh, John is calling you uh, a couple times a day, you know, that's just um, for, for all sorts of different reasons, I would imagine, but you're right. It has to be, it has to be a good fit and, it, and they're out there, right? I mean, that is, that is, you don't give up if the first person that you think is going to be your mentor doesn't pan out because it is mm -hmm. making a rich career. You know, you know, mentorship, like you said, goes both ways. Okay. But but there has to be where the student is, first of all, open to it. The, the, the young doctor continues to maintain that relationship. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've had people that have called me to give a recommendation. And I really don't know them. And I'll be open with them and say, look, my recommendation letter is not going to help you because I don't know you very well. Okay, so, so, you know, just because you, just because you need, you know, you need me for something, you know, doesn't mean that I can, you know, I'm willing to go the extra mile if I don't have a relationship with you. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I, I, I so value the relationships and, and when I write a reco or, or speak to someone on, on a young doctor's behalf, I'm speaking to, to whomever from the heart because I know this person, uh, you know, the, I know my doctor. Yes. Uh, uh, but 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 the the young doctor has to want that relationship and has to has to want to stay connected, has to yes. want has has to be willing to pick up the phone and not only, you know, talk about um, um, my, you know, talk about dental, but it's like, hey, doc, how are you? Just wanted to say hello or ha happy birthday or I'm going to be in town. I'd love to get together, go to dinner with you. That's the way these relationships are with my students, and and I so value them. Um, and you know, I have quite a few throughout the country that you know of that, yeah. you know, and I'm always always willing and able to put some of them together to talk to each other, um, where they may ask me a question. I'll say, you know, there someone so just opened their practice. I think it's best that I put you together with this doctor because this person just went through the construction details, went through the purchasing, 
went through a selection of materials. And I think that that person may give you a different perspective than I will. So oh, that's beautiful. Uh, that's beautiful. It's that you're connecting then you're connecting the industry. And um, I, I just, I love that Dirk. And I'm hoping that some of the, uh, you know, doctors that are uh, in the middle of their middle of their career, or even at the end of their career, they're all listening to this podcast. Listen, open yourselves up because open yourselves up to be available to young people that are reaching out because you and I know, Dirk, it's changed a lot, right? Since you started your dental practice and built your building, they get out of school with, you know, the enormous debt. And then also just, you know, like a deer in headlights, what do I do next upon graduation? And and when is the time, or what do you say to a young dentist when they're like fourth year, uh, they're fourth year students, they're getting ready to graduate. I, you got to start. It's never too early to start finding that relationship and building on um, a mentorship uh, relationship, starting your career. I mean, you've got to start, I mean, right when you hit the front door, would you agree? Yeah. The first thing though, is that a student has to be one open to that. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, some people, some people, you know, believe that I don't need any help. I can do this myself. Okay. But, you know, it takes a village to, 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 to build your career in dentistry, as they say, to build a family. It, it takes a village. Um, but don't be afraid to walk up to someone who you connect with and say, you know, I know that you're more experienced. I know you've had a lot of, uh, you know, experience in our profession. Can, can, would you be willing to mentor me? Would you be willing to, to be my person that I can go to to help me throughout my career? And you'd be surprised how if there's a relationship a professor, you know, you may get some people to say, no, I don't have time for that. I don't want to mm-hmm. do that. But I think more often you'll find someone who will be open to, to doing that. Well, um, and also another way that you can start that from a, from a uh, young person's standpoint is how can I help you, Dr. Fleshman? Like, what do you need in your classroom? What do you need? What, what can I uh, do some research for you? Can I uh, shadow you? Can I go clean? you know, do sterilization. Can I, you know, there's so many ways to get that, your foot in the door. Not everyone is as gracious as you are to uh, opening up your home. As I know you and Lori have done yeah. that many times, I uh, had the kids over for dinner and uh, what a great discussion. And I'd love to be a fly in the wall on, on those dinners. Um, but again, I, I do think it's, it's a give and take also. And, um, and, and so needed in this, um, society now with, with dental, with the dental uh, communities changing and then the COVID came and hit. So now I think they need this more than ever. So what are you seeing out there? What, what is, what are some of the questions that you're getting right now um, that are related to uh, real time in, in uh, dentistry today? Um, I think that, I think that probably one of the, uh, one of the questions that I'm asked most frequently is, should I stay in my job that I had, my quote job? And, I, and I, let, me re- let, me, let me start that by saying that unlike my generation, okay, okay, most, I don't want any of our listeners to, to take this in a negative way, but I'm going to just tell you the truth. Most of our young doctors look at this as a job. They do not look at it as a career. They look at it, at, they, they're in this profession for different reasons that we'll get into, I'm sure, in more of our podcasts. But um, uh, I think one of the big questions is, should I stay working for this corporate entity? Um, should I take the risk and go out into private practice? You know, 
do I want the responsibility of owning a practice and operating a business? Uh, maybe my personality is not that way. Maybe I have other interests where my recreational time is more important than my work time. Um, you know, these are the questions that I get asked frequently. And, you know, I try to guide them into making the correct decision for them. And um, I have to tell you, uh, some people just shouldn't be business operators. Mm -hmm. Some people should be some, you know, some people should be the stellar associate their entire life. And then there's others like John that we talked about. Okay. Uh, others should be you know, the, the owner of the business. Mm -hmm. um, but to be the owner of the business, you need good guidance. And, you know, uh, that's really the different, that's a lot of what I see right now. And, you know, unfortunately, um, I see not a lot of opportunity in private practice for the younger doctors today. I think that most of the opportunities um, are, are opening up I'm talking about from a work perspective, not talking right. about career from a work perspective are, are in the, um, the DSO world, which will, again, we'll talk about more in our podcasts. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And I just, I just came back from the women in DSO and I, I will say that my eyes were opened to the goodness of the structure of mentorship and business acumen and, and things like that pouring into the team where sometimes I, and I've been in private practice uh, as a hygienist. 46 years. I just retired recently. And um, I didn't get a lot of that. Um, most of what I got, I had to seek for myself, didn't get a lot of pouring in. So I, I really like that aspect. And so I think there's good, bad. And, and to your point also, Dirk, not everybody has the gifts, the stamina, the grit to run a practice, own a practice, own a building, be be responsible for employees, um, their livelihood, their families, um, and to be successful. So that's okay, right? It used to be that that was the only route you could take. And so there is goodness. Um, my goal, one of the goals here for this podcast is to represent everybody and to find the good path for young dentists and dentists that have been practicing for, you know, 15 years and those that are starting to retire or looking at retirement to make it a great career, right? A great career. So they, when they look back on it, they think, wow, great ride. And they have the ability to retire in the style they'd like to. They've got some money in the bank. There's so many things that we're going to talk about on this podcast that we're going to get you set up for a long career. And to Absolutely. your first point, Dirk, um, what I say about women in dentistry, we never retire. And basically the true entrepreneur never retires either. You might sell your practice, you might do this, but you're always going to have a heart and a foot in the dental arena. Am I right? No, no. no you, you, you've, you've got it. You, you've hit it on the head. And, uh, you know, there's just, we need to, we need to guide our young doctors today. Um, we need to we definitely need to guide them in the right direction and help them make the, the best choices uh, for them. But I'll tell you that people have asked me on many interviews, you know, what do you, what do you love most about your profession? You know, and you could talk about this, so many different things that you and I have talked about. Um, um, but I think that, 
the, the most important thing to me is that this is going to, you know, I me. Mean, I'm a real quiet kind of guy. <laughs> I would tell people dentistry facilitates my socialization. Okay. Because what we do in life, whether it's dentistry or anything in business is this, is being, is being talking to people, being around people. And if you don't have a, a good personality, listen, some people don't have this extroverted personality that you and I have. But then they need to surround themselves with people who do in their businesses. Yeah. Okay. And you need to you need to be able to talk to people, connect with people, build the relationships that you and I talked about. And that is the true secret to success in any business, whether it's dentistry, whether you're a car salesperson, whatever. Okay. You have to be able to talk to people and you have to be able to connect with people. Yes. Um, you know, my students, you know, a long time ago, um, you know, I was giving them a presentation on why I think it was so important that they do the DS1, the, uh, the PGY one year for residency. And I would explain to them that in dentistry is all about socialization. You know, and that I would say to them, if, and I'd always end my presentation and say, um, if you don't schmooze, you're going to lose. So they nicknamed me Doc Schmooze. And it's, <laughs> and, it, and it's stuck. So if I walk it's like, so if I walk somewhere, they don't say, oh, Dr. Fleischman, oh, Dr. Schmooze is in the house. Okay. Oh. So, and they so, mean that in the nicest possible oh, yeah. way, oh, yeah. which I oh, love. Yeah. When they call up on the phone, it's not, hello, Dr. Fleischman. It's like, hello, Dr. Schmooze. How are you? Oh, you know? Dirk, that's yeah. beautiful. That's you know, and beautiful. that's my, and that is my, um, you know, I've set up a, a Facebook link um, for my young doctors that I've and I'm very selective who I take in that, you know, I only take in my young doctors that I, I've either had as former students, my colleagues, or people that I choose to bring in that I think that will help and inspire my young doctors. And my, uh, my, my, you know, my Facebook name is not, uh, you know, Dirk Fleischman, it's Doc Schmooze. Okay? Wow. And, and, and I, like I say, you know, I'm asked by people, oh, can I enter? No, you can't. I don't know who you are. You know, yeah, I don't know who yeah. you are. So, there's, a, uh, there's a litmus test there. You got to get a pass. And the beautiful part about that now, Dirk, is like what we're doing here. You're down. You're down Florida. I'm in North Carolina, and we're on we're on Zoom. But you know what? We're connecting. Zoom has and COVID has helped that out. So, um, you know, now now you might be getting an, you know a an influx of new people asking to get in Dr. Schmooze's Facebook page. Well, well, that's, but that's okay if they say to me, hey, listen, I heard you guys, I heard you and, uh, and Ann on a podcast. Uh, I'd, love to, uh, I'd love to be connected with you. And, you know, I, I, encourage, I encourage them if they want and they want to get into, you know, be involved with my students that are all over the country. It's not, like if somebody's going someplace and needs some help, all you have to do is put it out there on my Dr. Schmooze page and somebody will reach out to you. Yeah. Okay. But I encourage you to, you know, to private message me and give me your phone number or, you know, and I'll give you a call back and we'll talk and uh, we'll, we'll have to get to know each other and then I'll put you in on the network. And see where it goes. Well, you know, this is so delightful. And, and all of you, we're going to, we're going to wrap up. Dirk and I are trying to keep this uh, fairly tight 
And, uh, but it's going to be fun. We're going to be on um, uh, frequently for our podcast. So if you would like to be on our podcast with us, if you've got something you'd like to talk about, um, we're going to be interviewing some young dentists and um, some other dentists uh, that are in the profession in all different walks of life in the career from the dental entrepreneur aspect, even launch pad and innovation, success and in business. So we're here for you. We're here to build uh, your career with you and to answer any questions um, from from our end and, and really honestly, Dirk, right? Inspire and empower. Same thing that uh, we know is so important uh, to build this community. You talked about that relationships and community. And that's what Dental Entrepreneur, the future of dentistry is going to be about. So please join us. I know Dirk, you have a sign off for us today. If you don't schmooze, you're going to lose. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, Dr. Schmooze. I <laughs> Love you, Dirk, so much. And I always love speaking with you. I can't wait to kind of like, you know, shake off the gloves and 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 really just get this real talk. Because believe me, you're going to hear some real talk from uh, Dirk and, and myself as we go forward. And I will just say, listen, all you just know that the future of dentistry as a dental entrepreneur is very bright and uh, stick with us and we'll see you the next time. Thanks, everybody. Absolutely. Goodbye, everyone. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye, Dirk. See you. Bye.